TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. For, I don't know, about three and a half hours, a little less than that, before they officially uh, kick things off down here for the Missouri legislative session this year. So we came to Jeff City today to sit down with uh, some of the folks that are going to be key to what legislation makes it through this year or what doesn't. And right now, we have Missouri House Speaker Dean Plocker joining us. And Dean, thanks for your time. Great to be on, Mark. Thank yeah, you. It's good to see you again. It's good to be back. Yeah. So uh, you, well, let's see. What are your hopes for this year? Let me start that way. Well, you know, we have a lot of good things to do for Missouri. I think we've done some really good things while I've been in the building, but we still have to look at education reform. We have to balance a budget. Uh, property taxes, particularly on, on both ends of the state, Jackson County and Kansas City, St. Louis County, our property taxes and their appraisals have gone skyrocketing through the roof way beyond what would seem to be rational. So I think we have to look at property tax reform as well. well interesting, except for Sam Page. His went down. <laughs> Didn't get a few saw that story or not. So you just got to, depends on which cul-de-sac you live in. Indeed. I, I'm, Certainly, I'm, yeah. I'm just kidding. So, so you know, I did I did talk to Bill Eigel about that earlier, and I talked to Lieutenant Governor Kehoe about that issue earlier of, of maybe eliminating personal property tax. I know that's something Bill's floated, but then the municipalities come to you and say, well, how am I going to pay for this? How am I going to pay for that? Well, I kind of want to distinguish between the two. There's, yeah. there's personal property taxes, which I find incredibly frustrating, right? I pay taxes to earn the money to buy my car, and then every year I get dinged for a personal property tax. Right. Um, you know, I, I don't really like that. But I understand you have to fund government. I'm open to suggestions on how we can reform that so you're, you're not paying in purpose. You never really own your car either when you, when you have to keep Which paying that keep perpetual paying. tax on it. Yeah. Um, but then there's also the real property taxes. And what I really, I mean, while I think we need to address personal property taxes as well, I'm not a tax guy. I would rather cut taxes and let the money stay within ourselves because then we can spend it and then it gets back into the economy and, and grows things. But you have a real property tax. That's your house. That's grandma's house. That's people that live on fixed incomes, as we all do. But it impacts those people, the elderly, those on fixed incomes even more. And you live in a hundred, dollars $200,000 house, and next thing you know, you're getting taxed 25% more this year, as you alluded to, you know, certain taxes went down for people. Some people went up. But a lot of what I'm hearing from across the state um, is that the, the – the voters are really concerned that their property taxes have gone up 25%, 20%, 15%, an inordinate amount of money that doesn't seem rational when when inflation hasn't even gone up that much, right? right. So wh- why are we paying that much more? We're getting taxed out of our houses. 
and and the senior tax break was put into place, but there's a sunset on it, right? And in some places, they've set limits on who can get the tax break. Um, I don't know if that's applied fairly or not. Well, that was that was Senate Bill 190 last yeah. year, and there is a senior tax break in there, but that's only where the counties up choose to apply it. So right. our 113 counties, not all of them have chosen to apply that for seniors. But I don't think it should just apply to seniors. I think it should apply to all of us. Okay. Right? Why should yeah. my property taxes go up 30%, yours go up 40%? Any given year, it's very unpredictable. Okay? So the appraisals need to be looked at, the method on how they do that. And then I think you, you somehow need to look at, should there be a cap on how much the taxes should go up? Right. I mean, we have a constitutional amendment, the Hancock Amendment, that requires us to go to the voters to raise taxes. But for your property taxes... They can go up exponentially every year. And then in December, you've got to write that check out. You've got to live in your house. You have to afford groceries. You have to afford health care that's always going up. I don't think property taxes should go up as exponentially as they have without checks and balances. I think government should be accountable for where that money is going. And I think there should be limits on how much it should be able to go up in any given year, regardless of your age. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, that's uh, that's one of the priorities for this year, and I I've asked several of my guests this morning, including the governor and the lieutenant governor, and and the two other candidates for governor, what they think. Because you're running for lieutenant governor, yes. What what they think about initiative petition reform? It didn't make it last year. I think you guys did pass a version of it out of the house, right? We did. We've passed initiative petition for numerous years out yeah. of the house, and yeah. I I find it appalling that you can amend our Constitution, which I view the Constitution as a more sacred document than the statutes that we pass in the House. This would right. go to the voters. I think initiative petition reform is a must because our Constitution is growing every year. The other year we passed, uh, the people voted on it. It's fine. It's democracy. They passed, they passed the marijuana amendment. That added 20 pages plus to our Constitution. It's a lawyer's dream because it's going to be litigated forever. I don't think we need to be adding all these words to our Constitution that people truly don't understand and can be added on a whim just because you have a deep pocket and you come from New York or, or Texas or California and can fund that initiative petition to affect Missouri citizens. And, and Yeah, go ahead, Kim. Uh, Mr. Speaker, this is Kim. You know, there's concern here in the St. Louis area that they could bring a bunch of illegals over from the Chicago area, for example. I know there's been talk of bringing Palestinian refugees over, and Governor Parsons had pressure to to say, I'm not going, I'm not going to stand for that, and he didn't do it. I mean, what's your take on this whole situation? Is there anything that can be done there to, to stop this? Well, we are going to be working on some facets of immigration, but that is very restrictive with regard to what states can do. It's mostly a federal issue. The federal government can dictate where they send their refugees. Uh, we want them to be legal, though. We want them to be vetted. We don't want criminals coming in. We don't want terrorists. We don't want drug cartels. Um, you know, Representative Murphy uh, from South County is, is really working on that issue. I, I think we're going to look at things we can do to protect our citizens as best we can within the, the state laws. But the federal law is, is predominantly where that lies. And, and while I, I believe our congressmen and senators are fully on board with protecting Missouri citizens, unfortunately, the man in the White House doesn't seem to be that way. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's right. I mean, I did ask the governor. He didn't feel like there's a, a lot he could do about that. Governor Abbott has a different point of view. In Texas, right? I mean, they in Texas they they've been more um, direct about trying to deal with that issue as a border state. Well, and I think they're more directly impacted, but we are too. Those yeah. immigrants are coming over, and and they're. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois disseminating them across the country but texas also has that border we don't what we're gonna we can't what are we gonna build a wall around our entire state right right so so back to uh initiative petition reform just just uh, um a question about the process assuming you guys passed it this year some version of it and it went on the ballot and i guess the governor decides let's say if it went on the ballot in august would it be an effect in time to have any impact on the November election? Well, I would argue if it's passed in August, it would be effective for November. But okay. I've heard the argument against it, i.e., that those that, that got it on the ballot in November were playing by rules that weren't in place before they got it on the ballot, right? So I, I think there's another litigious area there. Um, but it's a shame that the Senate hasn't been able to pass IP reform for the last six years. Right. I mean, but- we, we always say... We should pass it now, and then it never gets passed. And then we say, "Why? well, why haven't you passed it? It should have been passed years ago, so we could have. The, the abortion amendments that may be going on. Well, that's I, I'm, concern, I'm clearly right? pro-life, and I don't want that to happen. I want IP reform passed. I hope the voters voted in, and I hope the threshold is higher to amend our Constitution so we can protect life. Yeah, uh, true. You know, I, I don't think you and I have had a chance to talk since the whole reimbursement issue came up with what what happened where does that stand you know the the ethics committee is is technically still meeting i think the caucus i had a, a great meeting with the caucus a couple months ago the simple fact is i was reimbursed for amounts that i shouldn't have been reimbursed for we caught the problem the pro i re then i reimbursed the house for a problem that you know hey listen i caught it i identified it i paid it back just as you would if if 97 one wrote you a check for 500 dollars too much to reimburse you for a travel expense down here you caught it in your accounting you wrote 97 one a check back that's yeah. exactly what it was it's still out there but I, I don't expect anything to come of it. Okay. I mean, if you do, you're going to have to hold a lot of other. I mean, you're going to micromanage this. And it was very transparent, forthright, and honestly done. Yeah, yeah. So uh, things kick off, what, at noon today? Yes, they do. Business gets started immediately, or you guys? Uh... Well, I, we've already been down here. I mean, yeah. in, in fact, I have a, a great new chief of staff, Rod Jatton, former Speaker oh, of the yeah. House. Yeah. We've been working diligently. My staff has is, is grown a little bit so we can be more attentive to some of the legislation that's going through. And, and the difficulties that we face every year, I wanted to make sure the members know that they have a point person as, as they 
you know, mold their legislation and put it through the process. We will begin assigning bills today. They have to be first read today, second read tomorrow, and referred to committee, and they're going to be referred to committee. Um, those committee meetings hopefully uh, will start on Monday. We have, a ton, we have a procedure that has to be followed that's very important uh, for those bills to be vetted. So we are up and running. We're up and running right now, and I know the gavel hasn't hit the hit, hit yet, but, no, we are working right now meeting with people. There's a, actually, a, 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 I think, a joint committee on appropriations going on downstairs right now. Um, I asked for budget to get together earlier. We are going to have a different year in budget. And I think while we can all talk about, you know, property tax reform, that's very important. Education reform, again, that's very important. And I'll talk about that later today. One of the biggest issues, too, will be the budget to make sure we're, we're pass, passing a good conservative budget. Um, I'll allude to the fact that gone are the years that, you know, when Biden and they just dumped all this money on right. the states, we wonder why inflation's going up. But they dumped all this money. So we had the, this slush fund that's there. We still have some slush funds that we've protected, and I want to continue to protect that for the rainy days ahead. But we have to be a little bit more attentive. Um, you know, we don't have that credit card like we had last year as much. And um, I think the balance, uh, balancing the budget, well, well, we have to do the balance. It's part of our Constitution. But how we allocate that balance is going to be important. So we put Missouri in a good position for the challenging years ahead. That's true. Dean Plocker, we appreciate your time. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate you yep. having me on. Have a great day. I look forward to getting started. Yep, you Thank too. You. We appreciate it. All right, uh, quick break here. We're going to be back live in Jeff City in just a minute. Stay tuned. Get more at 971talk.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.